Hi, my name is Justin Boyd, and you are listening to a special edition of The Watchers in the Basement. Today, I'm here to discuss F9, The Fast Saga. That's right, the latest installment in the Fast and Furious franchise. But before I down some Coronas and get to living my life a quarter mile at a time, I want to tell you about Anchor. As you may have heard me say in the ad before the show, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. And that's true. I used Anchor to create this very podcast. And thanks to Anchor, all of our podcasts are available on some really great platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and Radio Public. If you'd like to support the Watchers in the Basement, the best thing you can do is please download these apps, subscribe to our show, and rate and review our podcasts. It really helps us to continue to do what we love to do, which is talk about superheroes and action movie franchises and pop culture in general. Now, this show is audio only, but we have several video podcasts available on our YouTube channel. Please check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe. We really, really appreciate it. Okay, now let's talk about F9 and the Fast and Furious franchise. I want to start with my history with the franchise and give you a little bit of background. The franchise is celebrating its 20th anniversary. Uh, unfortunately, I've not been a fan since day one. I've only been a fan for about a year. Now, now throughout the years, I've seen, I had seen a, you know, a few of the movies. I'd seen the first one. I'd seen Tokyo Drift. And I'd seen Fast Five and, and some of the more recent ones, uh, parts and pieces, because they're on TV quite often. But I never really sat down and watched the entire series to like learn the lore of Fast and Furious or to understand who the characters are. Um, I just I just didn't have that. I didn't really have a desire until about a year ago when the pandemic first began. Uh, I was at home a lot, had a lot of free time on my hands. and. I decided that every week I was going to watch a different action movie franchise and knock it out. And I started out with Transformers. I went through all those movies. Then I did Terminator. And I watched um, the Has Fallen series, like London Has Fallen, those movies. And I actually like those quite a bit. Finally, I made my way to Fast and Furious. And I got to say, I. Uh, I think I saved the best for last. I had an absolute blast watching Fast and Furious all the way through. And I think the reason is it's it's pretty simple. The Fast and Furious is fun. If if I had to write a tagline for this series, I would just make it simple. Fast is fun. Hashtag fast is fun. Let's see if we can get that trending. Because it is. It's 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 um it's incredible action mixed with you know ridiculous you know, storylines and plots, but at the end of the day, you have a good time. It's very entertaining. So let's talk about the Fast and Furious uh, series. The first movie was called The Fast and Furious. It came out in 2001. They followed that with Too Fast, Too Furious, which is a great title. That came out in 2003. The next movie was The Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Now, Tokyo Drift is kind of a... It's kind of a controversial movie for Fast and Furious fans because for some fans, 
it is their favorite. And for others, it is their least favorite. I'm going to do some rankings later on in the show. Um, so you can see what I think about that movie. But uh, yeah, so Tokyo Drift was the third movie. The fourth movie was titled Fast and Furious, which is kind of confusing considering it's the same title as the first movie minus a couple of these. That movie came out in 2009. But, you know, Fast and Furious was the, it was like they were rebooting the series on the fly. And that that movie is not exactly one of my favorites, but it is a movie that, that set, the series on the path that it's currently on. So um, I got to give a uh, credit to, to fast and furious. Uh, the, the next movie aptly titled fast five, the fifth movie in the franchise. This movie came out in 2011. It features the rock. It's the first time the rock was in the series and he definitely revitalized his franchise. Fast five is an excellent movie. I think if you haven't seen that, you should definitely check that out before you watch F9. Um, the next movie was Fast and Furious 6, which came out in 2013. It's basically a continuation of Fast Five. You got a lot more of the rock in this, in this movie. Uh, I really enjoyed that one also. The seventh movie is called Furious 7. It came out in 2015. This movie is going to be best remembered by the fact that it was Paul Walker. Sadly, it was Paul Walker's final Fast and Furious film as he tragically died during filming of this movie. And so in order to finish his scenes, they had to use CG, a combination of CGI and his brothers standing in his place to complete uh, his, uh, his performance. So uh, people will always remember this movie for that. And also the great song that was produced by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth, uh, see you again, which if you look on YouTube, it has like 5 billion views on YouTube. So, so people like the song. I definitely like the song. I think it's a, it was a perfectly like perfect song for the movie and for what happens in the movie as we see Brian and Dom have their last ride and kind of, you know, we kind of bid farewell to the character, but not really the characters while the actor is dead, the character is still alive, but I'll talk about more about that later. Um, so yeah, Fury seven is a good one. Number eight, the fate, the fate of the furious came out in 2017. They followed that with the uh, one and only spinoff thus far, which is called fast and furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, which that features the rocks character, Luke Hobbs and uh, Jason Statham's uh, Deckard Shaw. And it's kind of a buddy, uh, buddy cop kind of comedy. Uh, it's fun. It, it perfectly fits in with the, with the fast, uh, the fast franchise. And then, you know, now we have F9, the Fast Saga, which came out uh, June 25th, 2021. So let's talk about, let's do some Fast and Furious facts. So as I said, the series is 20 years old, which not many franchises can say they have, they have, have had a 20-year run with like 10 movies. That's pretty impressive. That's basically a movie every two years. So that's, that's, a, that's a pretty impressive clip. Also very impressive. The Fast and Furious franchise has grossed over $6 billion, $6 billion with a B, at the box office, making it the seventh highest grossing film series ever. So, super impressive numbers. Uh, the series has two movies that have individually made a billion dollars. Uh, Furious 7 made $1.5 billion, and then the Fate, of the, Furious, the Fate of the Furious also made a billion at $1.2 billion. So, 
And I'm just going to, I'm going to predict that F9 is also going to cross that billion dollar threshold. Uh, the movie was released uh, in other countries in May and it, it grossed $292 million before it opened in the U S this past weekend. And now it's already over $400 million. So I would say it's a good bet that we're going to see another billion dollar uh, fast and furious movie. And uh, you know, I was part of that, that $400 million. I, uh, I made my triumphant return to the movie theaters uh, for the first time since the pandemic began. Actually, it was the first movie I'd seen since 2019 um, in theaters. The last movie I saw was The Rise of Skywalker. Woof. Or, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Like that movie. If you've heard me talk about that movie before, you know how I feel about it. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So I was really excited to see F9. It got me back in the theater and it was also kind of a palate cleanser for me to, um, to get rid of the bad taste that was the rise of Skywalker. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of cool. It was cool to be back in the theater. Although I feel like things haven't changed as much as maybe you would think it has since the pandemic began. But I, uh, you know, I went to a matinee showing and there weren't too many people around me. So it was, it was pretty nice. It was pretty comfortable. And um, I enjoyed it. Okay, let's get to my breakdown of F9, The Fast Saga. The movie is directed by Justin Lin, who also directed Tokyo Drift, Fast 4, Fast 5, and Fast 6. And he will also direct. Fast 10, which according to Vin Diesel will be the finale of the Fast Saga, and it'll be a two-parter. So looking forward to that. The The runtime for the movie was two hours and 25 minutes, which in my opinion is a little bit too long, but I understand why it's that long because there are just so many characters in this film, and each character and you know kind of group of characters gets their time to shine. It, in, in this way, it kind of feels like avengers infinity war about how like it was like you know you saw certain characters together and then it was like boom to the next one on to the next one so so you know the the core group is back led by vin diesel's don toretto you know michelle rodriguez is letty once again jordana brewster is back as mia toretto dom's sister uh ludicrous is uh tej parker's back tyrese gibson's roman pierce is back and natalie emmanuel who of course was in Game of Thrones. She's back as Ramsey and she even has like a fun driving scene, which is kind of it's something they give away in the trailer, which a lot of the big stuff in this movie is given is they gave away in the trailer. Um for ex- I mean, well, for example, you know, there's a several characters who make big returns in this movie. Uh Lucas Black, he's back as Sean Boswell, the uh, star from uh Tokyo Drift, he's back. And his Tokyo Drift uh, buddy, uh, Bow Wow, the, the character's name is Twinkie, which uh, it's a terrible name. Uh, they they even make fun of that name in the movie. They're both back. Uh, Helen Mirren is back as Queenie Shaw. She's the mother of uh, Deckard and Owen Shaw. Uh, Charlize Theron's Cypher is back. Cypher is the, is the evil, ter- you know, the er- evil um, hacker terrorist. She's basically the big bad, and for the second straight movie, she has a bad haircut. 
I mean, Charlize Theron's a beautiful woman, but man, her hair looks awful in this movie. Uh, Mr. Nobody, who's played by Kurt Russell, makes a brief appearance, though it's a pretty important one because Mr. Nobody, and I'm not going to give away too many spoilers, but this is kind of a spoiler. Mr. Nobody, as it's explained in the movie, is the reason why we have Han back. And once again, if you saw the trailer, you saw that Han was back. And that's a huge moment that I think they should have saved for the movie. Uh, Han, played by Sun King, he makes his return after we saw him. You know, we thought he died in Tokyo Drift as the car he was in exploded. And it was believed to be that you know, he was killed by uh, Deckard Shaw, played by uh, Jason Statham. But Mr. Nobody basically explains that's not the case. And Mr. Nobody can just, I mean, he can just make magic tricks, basically. That's basically what he does. He's this, like, you know, undercover agent or whatever who can pretty much make anything happen. And, you know, you brought back Han. And Han brings with him now, and he has an adopted daughter, basically. And that's the that's one of the funny things about the Fast franchise is it's you know the, the joke is it's it's I mean it's not just a joke, but the, one of the taglines is you know it's all about family, and you know now all the characters basically have you know kids or you know now in Han's case she's not really his his daughter, but she's he's kind of a uh, you know adopted her, picked her up along the way, and it basically they set it up to where. You know, in the future, we're probably going to have like a young, a young Fast and the Furious series because all these people have kids and they're all, you know, whiz, you know, whiz kids and tech geniuses and, you know, they're great fighters and awesome drivers. And I looks like it has no end in sight. And with Han back, he talks a lot about well, he, he mentions Giselle a couple times in this movie. And as uh, most of you probably know, Giselle. Uh, played by Gal Gadot, aka Wonder Woman, in uh, Fast Five and Fast Six. Well, she, you know, the character, quote unquote, died in Fast Six. But after the fact that they mentioned her a couple of times, and the fact that we thought that Han was dead, my prediction for Fast Ten is we're going to see Giselle back. So you hear, you heard it here first. Giselle will be in Fast Ten. Um. The biggest addition to the cast, of course, for this movie is John Cena as Dom's brother, Jacob Toretto. We didn't even know that Dom had a brother. Uh, they give they give a backstory to that. It's uh, it's ridiculous, like everything else in the movie. Um, basically, uh, you know, Dom's Dom's dad, who's named Jack Toretto, was a stock car driver in California, and in the late eighties. Uh, Dom and his brother Jacob were on his worked on his dad's pit crew along with uh, Michael Rooker, who you may remember from he's been in Guardians of the Galaxy is Yondu. He plays uh Jack Toretto's uh Jack Toretto's crew chief. And that's interesting for me because the flashback scene of the stock car racing is very reminiscent to me of Days of Thunder, which is a movie around that time, late eighties, early nineties with uh, Tom Cruise and Michael Rooker was also in days of thunder. He played Tom Cruise's like, you know, racing rival in the movie. So kind of a cool uh, thing to have uh, Michael Rooker be involved in the, in the movie. Um, anyway, basically Jack Toretto, 
he dies in a fiery crash during a race and dom believes that his brother had something to do with his father's death and we kind of learn later on that that's not necessarily true so you know it's always about family crazy family drama with the fast and furious um and even uh you know to 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 stay on the point about the uh the stock car racing uh bill simmons uh he makes a cameo appearance as a pit crew member now i did not see bill simmons on the screen but after the movie was over i saw his name in the credits and so uh if if you don't know bill simmons is the founder of the ringer and he was one of the first big podcasters he's a sports writer who became you know one of the i mean he's one of the biggest names in podcasting up there with like joe rogan you know so um, pretty interesting that he got in the fast into, into fast nine. I know he's a, he's been a fan of the series and a supporter of it. So I guess they kind of threw him a bone. So that's kind of cool. And uh, so that pretty much rounds out the cast. Um, I had a couple of, of questions going into this movie and the main question, well, I guess I have a, I had a question going into this movie and I have a question now coming out of this movie. So going into the movie, my question was, how would they treat the character of Brian O'Connor going forward? So Brian O'Connor, as you know, as I've talked about before, played by Paul Walker. Obviously, Paul Walker died, but the character is still alive in the universe. Now, in the last movie, The Fate of the Furious, um, the reason why the the reason why Brian's not in the movie, as it's explained, is that he is because he has a family with Mia. He has two kids with Mia that they basically retired from the, uh, from the saving the world game. But in this movie, Mia is back and she's very much in the mix. She's in the, she's in the action. And it was interesting to, to me to, to see how they were going to explain how Brian wasn't there. And once again, he is an off-screen babysitter for not only his kids, but also Dom has a little boy named Brian, you know, named after Brian O'Connor. And apparently Brian is looking after the kids while, you know, Dom and the crew are off saving the world. So, I mean, I understand them having to do that, but at, at some point, I don't see how you keep doing that. And, you know, how do you keep, you know, have the character without you know the actor's gone and you know I, you were, we're never gonna see that character again or at least i thought we weren't until we get to the very end of the movie and this is definitely a big spoiler but as the movie's ending and, and once again i'm not gonna go through the whole plot of the movie because you know if, if you've seen fast five fast six seven eight like this movie is more of the same if you like those movies you're going to you're going to probably enjoy this movie cuz it's the same ridiculous over the top action crazy storylines but let's just skip to the end of the movie and Brian uh oh we skipped in the movie so little Brian Dom's kid is at the table they're at the barbecue you've seen the scene before they've got some some uh some ribs cooking they're cracking open some coronas it's time to say grace before they all eat. Dom asks his little son, Brian, to say grace. And Brian, you know, is a little kid and he's super cute. And he's like, I don't know what to say. And so Dom's like, you know, to say what's ever from the heart. 
So the kid's about to start saying grace when Dom stops him and says, wait, 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 there's one more, t- there's one, there's an empty chair open at the table. We're still waiting for somebody. And then Mia speaks up and says, oh, no, he's on his way. And then they, they show the, uh, they show the, the, the street and we see a blue car pulling up to the home. And of course, Brian O'Connor drove a blue car and it pulls up to the, uh, the Toretto residence, which is being rebuilt after it was destroyed uh, in one of the previous movies. So basically they're saying that Brian was at the barbecue. I wonder, you know, if they're going to keep this up in fast 10 or, I mean, I, I assume there's going to be some kind of reference to him, obviously. Um, but they're having to get really creative to keep the character alive, even though the actors is, is deceased. So that was interesting to see. And, you know, the other thing that, that after, after watching this movie, and once again, the trailer gave this away, they went to space in this movie. Tej and Roman flew a Pontiac Fiero with a rocket strapped to the back of it. And yes, I just said that. That's exactly what happens. They fly to space to take out a, a satellite. So after seeing that, I have to ask the question, like, what is next for this franchise? I mean, literally, where else could they go? I mean, the, the, the sky is no longer the limit. Now they're in space. So, so what's next for the Fast franchise? And I've heard rumors that, you know, there's been talk that maybe Fast and Furious might cross over with other Universal Studios properties, such as Jurassic Park. But, but what, I, what I would like to see I would love to see Fast and Furious cross over with Back to the Future. And if they ever make that, if they ever do that movie, which it's not going to happen, but if they ever do, I think it should be called Fast to the Future. So there you go. That's, that's the next thing that we should see is Fast to the Future because, I mean, really, time travel is all that's left. Like, once you go to space in cars, what else is there to do besides go back in time? So that was... Uh, that was interesting uh, to say the least. And so once the movie ends, we, we get the, we get a, uh, we get a mid credit scene, a Marvel style mid credit scene. Now in fairness, fast and furious has done this before. Actually they did it. I think they actually did it before Marvel did it. So, so with in Tokyo drift, whenever Dom shows up. So uh, having a mid credit scene is nothing new for the franchise. This one definitely felt like a Marvel type one though, because it opens with uh, a hooded figure and he's like beating up a punching bag, almost kind of like Steve Rogers in uh, in Avengers. And but what's strange about the punching bag is there's actually a person inside the punching bag, and they open up the punching bag and it's real. It's just some, I guess, some criminal or something. But the hooded guy is revealed to be Jason Statham's Deckard Shaw. So he's punching the guy. And then all of a sudden you hear a big knock at the door and I'm thinking, Oh, this has got to be the rock because this is perfect. This is a great setup for either Hobbs and Shaw two, or it's a setup for the rock returning to the fast uh, saga, but no, it's not the rock at the door. It's actually Han. So, so Han who, you know, we thought was killed by uh, Deckard Shaw. He's going to now confront Shaw. And so I guess that's how, fast 10 might open which or it could lead to another spinoff called uh 
called Han and Shaw. So again, Han and Shaw, Fast and the Furious. I've got a ton of movie titles here, folks. Like I'm, I'm just, you know, just cashing checks right now. Just, just making money for the, for this company that doesn't need my help. Um, but you know, overall, I, I enjoyed the movie, it, you know, like it's like I said a million times, it's so ridiculous. Um, you know, they, they made like a new rule in this movie to where if a person jumps on a moving car or falls on a car, they're safe. Like no matter how, how, how high of a distance they fall from it's, it's, it's really insane. The unintentional comedy is off the charts in this movie. Just, you know, cheesy lines and cheesy dialogue and just action that honestly made me like laugh out loud. And it, it really kind of goes to show you like the evolution of the characters in this movie. It, it's, it's insane because the, in the beginning they were street racers who were stealing DVD players. And then now they're just full blown superheroes who are invincible and impervious to anything. And they're saving the world. So, I mean, to, to go just to show you how much of a, like, how similar this is to a uh, superhero show. There's even, there's even a, like an infinity stone, infinity stone type MacGuffin in the movie. They have like a, a ball that's cut in half and they have to retrieve each side of the ball. And it's so, it's so ridiculous. But uh, like I said, it's a fun movie. And, you know, in this movie, there are a lot of references to star Wars, which I thought it's kind of strange. I mean, obviously star Wars is a huge property, but it's not a universal property. And, you know, and they they talk about Star Wars so much that you're like, what are they trying to get at? And ultimately, I don't think it's going to lead to anything. But for me, it got me to thinking. I was like, okay, so the Fast Saga has nine movies now. And the Skywalker Saga has nine movies. Um, and I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, and I never would have said this a year ago. But I believe that the Fast Saga is better than the Skywalker Saga. Now, just hear me out for a second. Okay. A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, like Fast and the Furious is never going to do anything better than those three movies. But after that, I could argue that every single Fast and the Furious movie is better than all of the rest Star Wars movies, the other Star Wars movies. And I don't think it's even close. All of these movies are, they're pretty entertaining. I mean, they're, I would say this, like I've said before, these movies, I don't think they're bad and I don't think they're boring. You cannot call the Fast and Furious a boring franchise. It's it's nothing if not, you know, action to the to the nth degree. So having said that, I think that's a good transition for me to go to my rankings for the Fast and Furious. So I'm gonna start from I'm gonna start from from my my most favorite to my least favorite. So from top to bottom, number one, Fast Five, The Rock. I mean, that's all you got to say. The Rock is the reason. Number two, Fast and Furious Six. Number three, Furious Seven. Number four, checking in at number four is F9, The Fast Saga. Number five, I've got Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. That's a spinoff movie. Really fun movie. Definitely fits in with the newer movies. My number six is The Fate. The Fate of the Furious. Number seven is The Fast and the Furious, the original 2001 movie. My number eight is Fast and Furious. 
the 2009 film. My number nine ranked movie is Too Fast, Too Furious. And my least favorite, my number 10 ranked Fast and Furious movie is Tokyo Drift. So there you have it. There's my rankings. There's my review for, for uh, F9, the Fast Saga. Uh, please let us know what you think about F9 and what you think about these rankings on social media. The Watchers in the Basement, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Just search hashtag Watchers Basement and please follow us. So that about does it for the show. Please join us later this week as we continue to discuss the Marvel Studios show, Loki. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, salute me, familia.